Unconscious Bias Project. Hey everybody, I'm so excited for you to listen to this amazing podcast that um, we put together for you. Um, We have our amazing guests. I can't say amazing enough. And (laughs) it really like amazing to the power of a thousand. Uh, We have Z and Omega from uh, the Have a Drink podcast. And, you know, we did talk podcasting, of course. We did talk about masculinity. We talked about what it means to be vulnerable. We talked about how people are showing up for each other, how everybody's trying different ways to bring positivity and knowledge and love into this world. As usual, we go all over the place, but I think you're really going to love it. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to another podcast episode for the Unconscious Bias Project podcast. My name is Alexis, and my pronouns are she, her. I am one of your co-hosts for this podcast, along with... Hi, everybody. Lynette here, co-host of the Unconscious Bias Project podcast, and also she, her pronouns. And we are so excited to have as our guests today, two fabulous guests, plus a guest, guest, but really always their co-host of ours. Drum roll should be coming soon. One of our our amazing guests, Mr. Z, uh, who goes by he, she, them pronouns. Z is a multi-skilled creator, is a dancer, actor, voice actor, cosplayer, singer, and co-host of Have a Drink podcast. You may have spotted him at the Super Bowl 50 halftime show. What? And uh, Z is also working towards building a company that promotes community growth and unity. And our second guest is Omega. Omega is a phys ed educator, a creator, and a 20 plus years martial artist, as well as being the second half of the Have a Drink podcast. Z and Omega have a long history together as professional dancers. That includes being a part of the Golden State Warriors dub squad. And parents may recognize them in Genevieve's Choo Choo Soul shows, like royalty. And Lynette was lucky enough to guest for their podcast, as well as our other friend who is with us here today, Seth. Hi, everyone. Seth. Um, I use he, they pronouns. I'm here because uh, Z and O are friends of mine. Well, and just before the podcast, uh, the question was, you know, how much detail to go into on how you met. So let's let's leave with that. How did how did you meet them? I met uh, Z at a play party where uh, we made out. And from there, we started talking about uh, us being involved in theater and performing arts. And uh, from there, just like, I don't know, had a fun shared interest. And then one evening, uh, Z and I were chatting during pandemic, as you do. And um, we were talking about podcasts. And Z was like, I'm doing this podcast. And I'm doing it with my friend Omega. And we, you know, what UBP is doing, we want you to be on our show because I think it's something important that we should talk about. And then from doing the podcast, that's where I met Omega. Uh, So I wish we were on video right now because you can't see my face. (laughs) But I'm like, this, this was not the story I was expecting. Excellent story. 
but not the one I was expecting. That makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't, uh, don't <laughs> recognize his voice yet, uh, that was Omega. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Awesome. Great story. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome one and all. Sorry. I didn't mean to jump out the bag like that, but no, I was holding that in for a long time. I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> this rabbit hole went very deep. I was not expecting that. So you got to save some stuff to be a surprise. <laughs> oh, I, I'm mm-hmm. sure ONZ have still a lot of things to pull out of the hat. I think we learned something new about one of our hosts as well. Every podcast episode. So this is this is good. Um, so my first question for the two of you is, what is the Have a Drink podcast? Now, the Have a Drink podcast is just a way for us to kind of connect and converse with each other as well as the rest of the world. It was um, started in the beginning of the pandemic in, in May. May 17th was the first time we aired, correct? Z, right? Uh, yeah, it's either May or April 17th. Yeah. But um, yeah, and we did this because, you know, we were so used to being together all the time that this separation was kind of getting to us. So we decided to kind of meet online. So um, what birthed it was we always like to have a drink every now and then. So we're like, well, why not just have a drink and chat and chit chat with the with the dub squad? And that's what we did. And it morphed into this great podcast where we just kind of took a lot of our personal conversations that we would have and put online and just started having special guests. I mean. That's just really what it is and how it came about. I'm curious about one thing, though, is you talk about Dub Squad, but you, you've both been, and um, correct me if I'm wrong, you've both been in Dub Squad and also in Choo Choo Soul. So how did you actually meet? Did you meet when you were dancing together um, in with Dub Squad, in Dub Squad? How, how, I don't know. Oh. I'm not cool. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 you're good. Uh, d- don't, don't feel bad. I, I, I don't do sports talk. <laughs> Go sports. Woo. Uh, Woo sports, <laughs> ball. sports ball, right? Make the goal <laughs> shot hole. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Team point. Um, but no, we, we, we actually met almost 10 years ago. Uh, Omega and I were both performing. He, he was working for a production company doing mitzvahs and, 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 and whatnot. And I ended up joining this company after the owner found me and was like, Hey, you should come perform for us and perform with us and dance and get paid to do that and train to entertain. And I'm like, all right. I show up there and I like, I meet Omega for the first time. And I remember, I remember us like I, watching him move through the crowd, watching him command, like in not just an audience, but you know, a group of kids I mean, yeah, taking a little of his thunder, but like he's 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 an educator, so you know to see that sort of like teacher's command come out, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I want to learn how to do that. <laughs> we've we've gotten to perform many times together, go through hard times, you know, um, travel, and yeah. I mean, it wasn't until one trip where we where we got. Um, we got a chance to really see each other in a different light and be like, Oh my goodness. Like you're someone who I can talk to about these deep, emotional, expansive, philosophical things, <laughs> you know, or just random observations that uh, we may have about our surroundings and whatnot. And yeah. Oh, that's really beautiful. That is so great. And I love the, uh, the recognition of the, the teacher 
mode as well as a former teacher myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think once a teacher, always a teacher, right? Oh, that part, that part. <laughs> exactly. You carry it with you everywhere you go. Mm. Yeah. You can't, you can't turn it off. And I feel like sometimes like they can smell it. <laughs> kind of like, uh-huh. Oh my goodness. I think this guy is a teacher. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm cool like that. I'm not a teacher. I'm a coach. And they're like, oh, that's different. I like that. Well, plus, once you once you have the authority voice, you can use it in unexpected in places where people don't expect to hear that authority. And then they're thrown off by it. And you can, like, get in places where you might not. 100%. That part. <laughs> I'm curious, like, how do you choose who to be on your podcast? And do you all figure out what kind of conversation you're going to have with this person before bringing them on? Or is it kind of just more organic? Well, I mean, in the very beginning, we started off with a bunch of us on the podcast, a bunch of the Dub Squad members and and what have you. And we were just chit-chatting. You know, I had I'd have my nephew on and his friends. And it just kind of was like this free flow of, you know, we were all meeting together to talk uh, as as far as, you know, when we really started asking people, asking guests, guests to be a part of the, the podcast. We're, we mainly we would have like a topic that we're like, oh, my goodness, uh, take having a conversation with a police officer, a retired police officer. We had a unique opportunity because someone in our group had a connection, uh, actually was, in fact, his mother-in-law that he, he was able to bring on to the show and really give us some more insight, not just from, you know, a police officer, a retired police officer's perspective, but from a black woman within the department. We inadvertently choose people who we've had deep conversations with, who we valued their uh, opinion, learned from in some way, shape or form. uh, And that would give some value to our audience as well. I mean, as we developed the podcast, we start to hone in on different things for different episodes. Sometimes it's we'll discover the topic right then and there because we know that that's the type of conversational flow we'll have with an individual versus, you know, coming in already having an idea about what the topic is going to be. Like uh, our most recent episode that came out was Black History uh, Month. We were, we were talking about uh, Black history education. And we, we had a few people on, you know, we had a regular who comes on, Richard, and then we had our friend Gary who popped in and it was just, that was the topic. And, and I mean, O was our wealth of knowledge, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and Richard being a teacher as well. And, you know, like, uh, like feeling like it's um, valuable nuggets of information being exchanged. Mm-hmm. So for folks that are tuning in, and this is your first time hearing about um, Have a Drink podcast, we are going to be broadcasting one of their podcasts onto ours. Because we think the conversations on Have a Drink podcast are so valuable. I'll, I'll be honest. When I first heard of Have a Drink podcast, and so it was like, hey, do you want to be on this podcast with my friends? And I was like, oh, this is going to be a bunch of matey bros <laughs> drinks. And like, oh, okay, <laughs> you know, it's, it's fine. Could not be more wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's totally the opposite. Like, you know, I started listening to episodes. I was just blown away by not only how fearless um, ONZ are, but how much vulnerability and like real 
you know, here's my life experience. Here's something that happened to me. Here's something that I witnessed. Here's something that I felt. And they go that deep with every single person that guests. It was like stepping into a living room, like stepping into a hang when we guested. And I think you know, I, I want to hear more about the history of the of the podcast and, and what your projects are with the podcast. But I think you're already promoting and creating community, you know, and connections and providing a, a different voice out there providing, you know, a different, even role models, just like how to be vulnerable, how to talk about the difficult things in your life, how to celebrate the things that you, you know, maybe wouldn't have normally celebrated and just bring it all into the podcast. And I think that's really valuable. It's why we're, we're so excited to bring you on because you, you're really building community out there and you're reaching all sorts of people. Like seriously, you know, it's, it's not just, um, you know, amazing uh, creators and artists, but you've you've brought us on the podcast. You you bring family on the podcast. Um, you know this uh, retired uh, police officer. You know business people are. You know it's being shared further than what I think. Maybe I don't know what was it, what was your initial thought of who the audience would be. I I, I think it's it's much far much further reaching than I even <laughs> gave you credit for when I first started uh, learning about Have a Drink podcast. Because seriously, Have a Drink is like, okay, it's, it's a bunch of matey bros. Funny you say that because we got, we got that a lot <laughs> about the title <laughs> of like, oh God. Yeah. And, that's, and, and, and actually, you know what? I love the fact that you said that because that's kind of what we want. We want you to think like, oh my goodness, like, what are these guys really going to talk about? But then you really, when you have an open mind and open heart, you're going to be willing to learn and ready to learn something that's going to challenge you mentally and emotionally. And I think that's the beautiful part about our podcast. And just when you break down, have a drink, right? Think about that. Like when you think, when you hear the words, have a drink, what first comes to mind? Uh, Some people are saying uh, family gatherings, uh, a bar or just different things like that. Those are all social moments when people like to talk and have a great time. And that's what the basis of our podcast is. And the beautiful thing about, about it that I personally feel is how we are able to use our gifts. And yes, that's an episode that we did talk about is, is about using your gifts. And our gifts is um, being able to communicate with others and open them up and get them to open up and speak freely and feel comfortable. And I find that very to be, I find that to be very important, especially for us, because us as, as black males, as people would see as black males, we're supposed to be really strong, studious, not showing emotion, not doing any of that. We are the polar opposite, still strong, but we still show, but we're teaching others. It's okay to show emotion. It's okay to be vulnerable and open up to others and really have oh, a yeah. true, true connection. And that's so important to me because I, I really firmly believe in leading by example. Now I'm not perfect, no way, shape or form, and nor do I want to be perfect, but I strive to be the best that I can be. And I strive to lead by example for others. So if they, if I make a mistake, you can learn from that. If I do something right, you can learn from that, but all the time you're going to be learning. And that's what I want this podcast to be about learning, growing and being heard and understood. I think you both do a great job at that. Like it takes strength to be vulnerable. 
like you said, still being strong. And I think that's a, it's just a great part about the podcast and about the both of you. Just, yeah, that strength that you have in order to be vulnerable, in order to learn and grow and make mistakes and move forward. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, everyone wants to just be heard and understood in life. And at the core of everything, that's, you know, what I want as well. And so kind of lending that space to others has always been something that, I mean, comes naturally to me that I enjoy that fills me up in in the world. So being able to share that, you know, like I said, connecting with Omega and, and finding out we have that same level of, of, you know, energy that we want to put out in the world was amazing because we got to have these emotional, deep, raw uh, conversations. You know, he, he, he feels safe enough to ask me questions to explore, you know, different paths of life that he has had no connection to in that way. You know, like I, I, I get to turn to him for mentorship and, and work through all the things that, you know, I may be going through in any given moment, because as, as Omega say, you know, we're, we're male bodied individuals, you know, that we we're trying to take that stereotype and turn it on its head of what the quote idea of masculinity should be of understanding that masculinity isn't inherently, you know, toxic, but it has a deep necessity in being balanced with that feminine energy and that, that being emotional, being nurturing, being raw, being open and holding space. In my personal opinion, I feel like is what the, the, the podcast embodies. One thing is that uh, attracted me to Z was like, yeah, definitely this uh, feeling of what is masculinity and how do you redefine it and how how do we present that to other people so that maybe we can become the model of something different? Yeah, a hundred percent, hundred percent. Because yeah, I mean, growing up in a world feeling like, ooh, I'm not the definition of what they're saying it is uh, i don't fit that box <laughs> i don't fit in that box actually boxes the walls you guys have walls <laughs> yeah right i mean one of the things that i love about that is you know like i found of course being a trans woman myself like i found that like you know i was like i don't fit within this box at all but I love that there are other people out there who also, you know, see the box and are like, well, you know, I think this is a box that I can find a home in, but I get to shape it and move it and, you know, renovate that home to be the one that makes the most sense to me. I think that's really necessary. Z has taught me so much. And I appreciate that where he allowed me that safe space to ask those questions, like he said before. And and I'm saying this as a uh, black cisgender male, I, I'm a person, I need you to understand that it's hard for for me and for us to be able to ask these questions and not feel awkward, if that makes sense, you know, or feel out of place because you don't want to be disrespectful. Yeah. You don't want to do anything like that. You want to be in a very respectful place to talk or have that conversation. And like how it was kind of mentioned before, probably before we start recording is like, you know, I was raised in a Christian home come from a heavy Christian family mm -hmm. and that type of conversation has never had. 
And even now, it's like they are still not really able to have those types of conversations or have that type of open mind. Whereas for me, it was like I had the blessing of having Z in my life too, was able to explain things to me, break it down, have the patience for me to grow and understand. And even when I make my mistakes or I may trip and fall and say something incorrectly, he doesn't ridicule me, but he guides me and explains it to me. And that has been a godsend to me in my own personal feel, because I have a cousin who is actually a transgender. And that helped me to have a better understanding for her and be able to talk with her, ask her questions to make sure that she's comfortable, felt heard, felt safe and protected. And I'm able to even break down those walls with my own other family members to make sure that they have a better understanding and have more respect for her as well. And that's all due to Z's uh, great guidance and, and knowledge. And that has been amazing to me and has been so paramount to our, our podcast. I am so excited for the kids who get to have you as a teacher and a role model. Right. I, I appreciate that because like um, our district started, started doing um, trainings about this, right? And trying to explain, you know, about the LGBTQ plus community, trying to explain about uh, pronouns and all this stuff and hearing the murmurs in the room was different, you know, cause they're like, well, well, it's interesting because then it came out that one of the teachers in that room was a transgender man. And then people started to be like, oh, now I see why, because I had no idea. And it's like, well, you know what? This is why they do this. But there are questions in that room that I couldn't ask because why? I am a black cisgender male. They don't know me. They're not going to be able to really be able to relate to me. Whereas Z was able to relate to me and be able to talk to me and, and guide me through that. So it, it's amazing to be able to have somebody close to you that can do that. That's so great. I'm, I'm hearing and, and listening to a lot of like mentorship and teaching and the impacts of teaching and educating and, and more than educating, just engaging in, in the meeting of the minds and being able, able to relate to each other. It's one of the things that we, we really work on in our, in our workshops. Whenever we design things for new clients, we try to think really hard of like, who are, who are these folks that we're, you know, coming into these virtual spaces with? How can we, you know, connect with where they're at with all this stuff and how can we bring something that is both accessible and challenging, but also connects with their experiences and they can then, you know, come out of the workshop or program or whatever it is, consultation and directly apply it and directly, you know, push themselves and, you know, and do the best they can with, with what we equip them with. Um, and it's much more formal, obviously, than the discussions you're having on the podcast. But for me, as a listener of your of your podcast, I definitely learn and and could take, you know, information and feelings and like greater understanding of issues that I'm not as familiar with um, to then talk about them with other folks and engage engage in conversation with them about it. So I've noticed that since our episode with you, with uh, with you and Seth, I have grown more and have actually started promoting and talking more about you guys and what you guys are doing. And have even talked to my district and everything else about trying to bring you guys in because I believe in what you guys are doing. 
And that is one of the best things about our podcast is we bring people on that we believe in. We, we talk to people that we believe in. And even if we have a difference of opinions, we have a respectful conversation so we all can learn and grow. We may not always agree, but we can learn and grow. And that is what I love about this new space. And I am so honored and pleased to be here today because I feel like I'm not, I don't feel like I am excited to learn more today. So thank you for having us. Thank you. I'm blushing over here. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, my heart just grew three more sizes. Um, I got it's nice to hear that because, you know, one of the, a couple of the rules that we often set out at the beginning of our workshops are one, to not expect agreement, but to work towards understanding. The other one is to just, you know, accept that there might not necessarily be a resolution, a clean resolution to conversations. And, you know, those are a lot of the best conversations are the ones where you don't necessarily have agreement or clean resolution, but you do have some sort of understanding. I want to know, like, do you have a favorite episode that you've done yet? And like, why? I think this is always interesting hearing from creators when they're like, oh, yeah, this is the episode that like, man, we we really want people to listen to this one first or like an episode that you're like, that just went in places that we just couldn't have anticipated. Um, anything like that? Ooh, it's like asking which one of your children is your favorite. Everybody's got one. You know, we, we maybe know if we hypothetically had a student, which one would be our favorite, but we totally don't have them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well played. <laughs> um, it's hard to say a favorite. But I have a couple that really were eye-opening and life-changing for me. And I, and I use those words specifically. Um, our episode about the, the protest with our special guest uh, that we had, because I had a friend of mine from Atlanta, and I had another friend of mine who represented the Army who was in there. He spoke to. Mm. And that episode was amazing. Which lies Just matter be- at the bottom of the glass. There you go. See, that, that's, that's why I got so, him. Just, just to be clear to anyone who's listening to this in the future, we are talking about the protests during the summer of 2020. Another one would have to be our sheriff's episode with the one that was aforementioned. Um, the mother of uh, one of our friends, she was a uh, sheriff, Richmond Sheriff's Department. Yeah. And what really made that special mm-hmm. was the fact that she was <laughs> a black woman, but a mother as well. And that took it to another level because this is a person who has to lay her life on the line every day in spite of raising children of her own. That really, really drove things home for me. And to hear how she spoke so passionately about what she did for a living, but also was able to explain and break down defunding the police and what that really meant. And I was like, that that really, really touched me. I mean, I just love what we do. And I love it when we have a special guest, not saying anything about just between me and Z, because we have these conversations regardless. And I love our conversations. But when we have special guests on, I just love it because we get to introduce them to the world. So I love all our episodes, but those two really stuck out to me. And the third one would have to be um, our our step parent episode, because that one really hit home for me. 
Mm, step pop that one yeah that one definitely was 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 <laughs> heavy and probably a bit more of like <laughs> uh, venting <laughs> but um i guess for me as i've been like scrolling through our episodes because like i've just been i've been thinking about each one and i mean really if there's one i'm gonna guide people to i always guide them to our trailer because the trailer I made takes the best of what we had at that time and gives you the snippets from it. Because, I mean, within each ep- episode, we have a little ice cube of knowledge that we just drop into your drink as we're going. And like whether it's us doing it, our guests, you know, our, I've always wanted people to be able to take away with them. So it's not like an hour conversation. If you want to expand on whatever it is, you can expand on it with us. But like, you know, take this and you know, run with it. I, I also loved um, Sip of Death. Sip of Death was one where we got really deep and open. I shared some stuff about, you know, growing up. Um, we, we talked a little bit about mental illness. We talked a little bit about suicide. Uh, I, I, I kind of tell a story about a very close friend of mine who committed suicide when we were young. The impact that that had and like how I chose to deal with death because his, his death was not the only one I experienced growing up. Uh, and it wasn't the last bit of mortality that I experienced. So we, we got to dive deeper into that. Like I said, they're, they're, they're all my favorite just because they each give you something new. And these are all things like I've always wanted to figure out a way to talk to people about these individual topics. I'm not saying this because we're on this show, but I'm saying this because it, it wasn't a leading question. <laughs> <laughs> Bourbon Barrel Bias was one of my favorite episodes. We really got to see what it was like, even though Seth and I knew each other outside of the podcast, to have someone whom we were disconnected from on both ends, because it's either Omega knows the guest or I know the guest. But whenever we have someone that we both have never met before, it's beautiful to see the balance, the education, the kind of um, rapport that we build within each of the episodes. So like really being able to just, I feel those like real moment connections when you're just like, ah, we're completely ourselves. We're completely in this space of safety. We're completely like in that flow of emotion. Finally. I would say anger over ice. Anger over ice was a good one because I mean, within all the shows shows that we do, we talk about managing fear. We talk about loving yourself. We talk about you know um, getting out of your own way. We'll talk about music. We'll talk about culture. But like one of this one in particular was how to manage anger, just because not just anger management but how to recognize it in your body, how to deal with it, how that affects others, you know, just more than what you get of like, oh, you know, it's toxic for for yourself and for others and, uh, and, and what, what have you, but like, you know, learning how to cope with it, learning how to manage those individual relationships that may be based around anger. Wow. That's so powerful. That might be the one, first one I have to listen to first, because I'll be honest, since Trump uh, took office, I mean, way before then, it was like every day, every hour, 
I get a notification about something. I couldn't avoid it. I was trying not to be on Twitter so I wouldn't go down like the black hole of Twitter anger. And I was trying to like only connect with my friends on Facebook, maybe. And then I would even take breaks from that. But I just, you know, I'd find out one way or another. And it was just, just waves of anger just so often and so frequently. So I, I could definitely use to, to listen to that episode for sure. With that, um, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our next question. Hi, everyone. This is Seth, and I am one of the audio editors and volunteers here at UBP. The Unconscious Bias Project brings creative, accessible, evidence-based solutions for unintentional bias to academic, technological, governmental organizations, and beyond. We sustain a welcoming home for inquisitive and creative minds and encourage a growth mindset, working by the model of 0% guilt, 100% empowerment. Please subscribe or follow our Facebook and Instagram for the latest in events and how you can learn more and be involved. Also, take a look and check out our guest website and learn more. Look for that information in the description section of your podcast or on our website. We're back. Uh, we didn't really go anywhere. <laughs> I get <some> transitions. <laughs> so, should we explain the pocket set to people who? Uh... Yeah, I think we should. Now we'll have pocket Seth tell us about pocket Seth. Come on, pocket yeah, Seth. Come on, pocket Seth. Actually, no. You know what? We shouldn't explain pocket Seth. We should just say if you're confused about the inside joke that we seem to be laughing about. Go check out the Have a Drink podcast, where you can find out all about Pocket Seth. Look at the MVP today. <laughs> that was impressive. Well played. Um, y'all are doing this podcast, and how do you maintain that relationship with maybe it's a day job or whatever, and the podcast? Like, what are some of the challenges you've had with that, and like, how do you manage it? My answer is quick. I just, oh, yeah, I please. decided to hide in the closet. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> I, I mean, I just take care the of the kids in the, in the daytime and we have time to just record at night after they go to bed and we have like an hour per week to just to ourselves. You don't have to be in the closet. It's safe here. Hey, I'm reclaiming being in the closet and empowering oh, okay. myself with it. All right. Hey, you know what? Everyone has their own timeline. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness that is so golden i love it um for me man this is just one of the one of the many things that i juggle you know but this is a passion the podcast is a passion for me so i really do whatever i can to make a point to make sure that this happens in a timely manner um because i have multiple jobs that's just who i am and how i've always been but the podcast is my passion. So I choose not to look at it as a job. I look at it as a passion and something that I'm very uh, emotionally tied to. And that's why I do it with my heart. That's why I perform this with my heart. I participate with my heart because I, it's really near and dear to me. So, I mean, we record Monday nights at 730. Well, let me tell you what my schedule is Monday. Monday morning, I'm training at 8 a.m. 
Then after that, I come home, I shower and I teach from 11 to three. Then from there, I do private sessions up until about 7.15 and I drive home very fast to be on the podcast at 7.30. But I make sure I'm here, you know, and that's just my Monday. That has nothing to do with the rest of my week. But we talk about the podcast throughout the week and it's just something that I'm very passionate about. And I feel the same passion from Z and that's what gives us that driving force to keep it going. There's something that's um, that I find um, particular about people that perform, people that create, which I'm looking right now, like every single one of us on this podcast right now are creators, whether we're singers, dancers, you know, voice actors, uh, you know, play guitar, fire spinners. There's something in us that brings the, like our full selves into what we're creating. It's both difficult and it's also really powerful. So we started this this podcast to bring people into really a discussion about the worsened health and economic inequities, rise in discrimination, hate crimes, and serious injustices that have happened um, really since the start of the pandemic. Uh, we wanted to bring people some of the knowledge, some of the tools that we've been honing over the years in our workshops and our consultations with people. We wanted to bring it out to the public while at the same time, and more importantly, amplifying voices of those that are being affected the most by these inequities, by uh, the rise in xenophobia. And, you know, and then once, once we started, you know, publicly talking to our community, you know, just awful, really state sanctioned lynchings of, you know, just so many black folk that were now finally getting press. And really the, the re-rise in, in Black Lives Matter. Um, so we ask all our, our guests, you know, have you had a personal experience with discrimination or xenophobia during this pandemic? And you can talk about yourself. Um, you can talk about something you witnessed or you can talk about, you know, how, how, you're, how you're taking in and everything. It can be anything from, from Black Lives Matter, um, that whole experience, which is still, is still happening. is very important to continue the, the spotlight on. Um, or things you're seeing in in the in the health system, or or things that are affecting you know your your folks, your fam, your people, your friends. I was thinking about it because the um, creator portion of it, you know, like dealing with you know xenophobia, dealing with you know racism. Currently, I'm a part of this this community called Justice for Hire. What what you would think of as like the the WWE, which is like the um, the the cinematic version of what wrestling is, you know, uh, and they take that and they make it instead superheroes. So um, they'll they'll have a bunch of people create superheroes, join the team, be villains, be clients, and you'll create a whole cinematic universe where you kind of show how your hero interacts with the world, how your they resolve certain uh, issues, and one of the things that they they partnered with uh, is is a national mission for all the heroes. And it's called a hashtag wash the hate. And it's a campaign to kind of bring forth because there's, uh, as, as Lynette, you mentioned earlier, you know, there's been this rise in Asian American, um, you know, uh, uh, aggression and abuse and attacks and, and, and not just with that, but like xenophobia, you know, with, with like Muslims and, and, and always the rise of, of hate towards, towards, you know, Mexican and Latinx Americans, as well as, you know, people of color, black people. And like, it, it's taking this and being able to show how your character, how your person would, would respond to being confronted with, with this sort of situation. 
there's been um, a lot that's been happening surrounding, you know, police brutality, uh, 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 not not just against, you know, uh, black Americans and uh, but also, you know, Asian Americans, mentally ill individuals, um, you know, the, the, the response that's happening towards them, you know, they're not just Asian American, they're mentally ill and they're getting that same knee chokehold press that, you know, George Floyd had and is murdered outright as well. You don't get to hear about a lot of those, a lot of those instances, unless you're a part of those communities. And I mean, I don't want to say fortunately, but like for the sake of my knowledge and, and, you know, to, to be able to hopefully do some work in that area, you know, like I'm a part of these communities to be able to find out this, these things that are happening working towards finding ways to show how to handle the situation in a non-aggressive form. As I mentioned earlier, like, you know, it, the idea of masculinity, you know, has been perverted and made toxic, but like, you know, how we're have, supposed to have this balance of masculine and feminine energy where, you know, the idea of superheroes and, and things in the media today has been like, you know, they show up, they beat up the bad guy that is attacking the, the, the victims and then they cuff them up and throw them in jail. Nah, like it's, it's not always about solving the, your problems with your fists. You know, like we, um, the things that like, I want to show I've practiced in life and I've tried to do as well, but like of, of showing that you can defuse a situation you can bring a situation back around. You can give someone a space to open up and give them a new perspective on, on the, the event, the emotions, the, the things that are happening. And, um, and, and yeah, being able to send them out into the world with this new, <laughs> new seed of life within them and, and to see that them, you know, work to, rectify the situation, heal, heal what was broken, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you know, uh, trying to actively change that sort of hate and bias. I love it. I love this, this approach of like, let's design these superheroes. Let's, let's model what we want to see, what we're practicing um, to give people alternatives, to give people, you know, tools and, and answers it's 100% what we try to do at UBP, but it's, it sounds so both fun and engaging to have it be in part of this, like, you know, created universe that's really a reflection of our own um, with each individual voice. That sounds really powerful. Where can we see this? Uh, are, are there already posts for Watch the Hate? Are there, is there a website? Like, drop us some, some deets. <laughs> Uh, the, you can check out most of, uh, what they have posted on their Instagram page. They also have a Twitter and Facebook, but it's at justice for hire, F O R hire. Um, and you can check out a few of those videos on there. I mean, they have a lot of, uh, hero intro videos. My heroes intro video is up on their, um, Instagram as well. So, yeah, I mean, you could check out there. You could also check them out on justiceforhire.com. Uh, they, they can show you how you can get involved. They show you, how you where you can donate. And, yeah, it's about building that cinematic universe, you know, giving, giving people a chance to be a part of that. But, like, yeah, like showing you new ways. Like, how, how would you be a superhero if you didn't have superpowers? 
Because being a hero isn't just defined by having abilities or powers. And not everybody can be <laughs> rich as fuck like that, man. So <laughs> seriously, <laughs> my character is more like the hippie Batman. <laughs> but you can be rich as fuck by experience. Ooh. Hey, yeah. So yeah. maybe not financially, but by experience, because I'll tell you this right now, Batman is a very deeply flawed person and he's a very conflicted person. Mm-hmm. That's and true. he battles, he has more fights within himself than he does out on the streets because he has so many different ways that he wants to represent himself. And that's us on a daily basis. He just has the money to kind of distract you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my personal problem with Batman has always been that he doesn't put his money towards the systemic issues in Gotham. But, you know. <laughs> he is amazing. How many rich saying. people really do, though? Oh, and that's my problem with rich people, yeah. too. <laughs> How about you, O? Do you want to add anything to the, to the question? Um, our follow-up is really like, what can we do about it? I think Z did an excellent job telling us about Justice for Hire, how we can support and get involved, amplify. I just noticed a giant shift in social media. I mean, I try to stay away from the, I mean, obviously we're, we've been in lockdown, we're in California, but I just noticed this giant shift in social media and how friends become foes, family members become estranged. There's so many different things, all because of where you stand politically and they allow things to infiltrate their relationships and and separate them and cause that separation. That's the one thing that I've noticed the most. And I've had so many um, friends that come out to be, you know, uh, very vocal about their political views. And I had to actually step back and be like, you know what? I don't align with you. I don't agree with you, but I'm also not gonna shame you and shun you. I did make a point to speak to one of my friends because the things that he was saying was actually starting to really um, affect me. And I had to not go on his public post and try to have this all-out argument. I instead went directly to him and had a, a DM conversation with him and just let him know how I felt. And at the end of the day, we had an understanding and we had a change in our uh, conversation. But, and we both end up saying to each other, if I'm going to eat, you're going to eat. No matter what, when we sit at the table, we eat and we take care of each other in that way. And I'm like, that's great. And then it felt like a week or two later, that meal got forgotten. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to push you away. I'm just going to silence your voice for me for a little bit so I can heal and see you as a human being again. And I think sometimes we forget how to just take a step away and heal so we can re-engage again, you know? And I look at things like a fight, you know what I mean? Sometimes you got to regroup. Sometimes you got to take a little break. You got to take a little rest. You got to take that one minute to kind of try and catch your breath. Even though you're still huffing and puffing, you still got to take that one minute to catch your breath. But you got to get back in there. You can't just um, uh, all out avoid it. And that's what I've been seeing is a lot of people just all out avoiding things and not attacking them and not working through them. And that has really bothered me because I'm like, 
before you knew their political views, you were the best of friends or you were really tight, you were cool. But then you allowed an outside force to disrupt you. And that was really difficult for me to notice during this time. So that that was something that really stuck out to me. And I really wanted to make a change by just saying, I'm going to speak up and I'm not going to take a hardcore stance on one side or the other, but I'm going to speak up for love, peace, and understanding. And that's what I've really been doing is I've been talking solely about love, peace, understanding, and education. I'd like to close out the show with shout outs. Let us know about your upcoming projects or any people, groups, books, movies, whatever's on the top of your mind you think is relevant that we should know. You know, anything you'd like to give gratitude uh, or to amplify. You know, this is your space for you to uh, what else? we should uh, keep a lookout for. Well, off top, I want to say, uh, I mean, o- Omega, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but for the both of us, I'd like to say thank you for from the bottom of our hearts for having us on here, you know, being able to converse with you all and, and, you know, be introduced to a, a, a new base of, you know, listeners and being just so open to receiving what we have, uh, what we've had to say specifically to the listeners if if you all want to continue in our conversations outside of here <laughs> you could check us at have a drink cast um you can also find us on spotify uh apple music really anywhere where you listen to music or stream it you can just type in have a drink podcast and uh we should pop up it'll have a picture of a drink splashing off into the sunset with a had podcast in the background and uh yeah, feel free to pick up any episode. We always love learning from from people and and gaining more knowledge. And you know, everyone has something unique to offer. So I mean, we always say, don't be shy, and just I mean, even if you are, jump in anyway. <laughs> you know, and it's it's okay. The water's fine. Uh, we won't let you drown. You guys can uh, follow me or find me. My name is Anthony Gooch. That is the birth name. That's the government. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Anthony, G-O-O-C-H. And you guys can find me on there. And um, I actually do want to plug myself a little bit because this month I feel like I'm very proud of what I've been posting this month. And uh, in light of it being Black History Month and trying to remain with the positivity, every day has been a new fact or a new person to learn about in regards to Black history more than just the grade eight, you know, and again, I'm about education, about knowledge, about love and peace. And that's really what you're going to find on my page and me working out and training and having fun, loving life, you know, so please follow me, find me, uh, join us on our discord if possible. And man, you guys are truly amazing people and I feel truly blessed to be a part of this conversation with you to be uh, a part of this podcast and thank you guys so much for extending the olive branch our way and you guys are always welcome to join us oh thank you oh yeah Z definitely plug yourself too I mean if you couldn't tell I've been so wrapped up in the have a drink podcast <laughs> um yeah I mean it's for myself uh you know, uh, we'll just go with my name is Z. <laughs> You'll get to learn more about my name if you listen to the show. But you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and 
anywhere as uh, AZ for every occasion. So the number four, like the actual number four, every occasion. So yeah, you can check me out on there. I mean, if you like to laugh, if you like to look sideways at your screen, if you know <laughs> you want to be entertained in some way, shape, or form, I have uh, one of me for everything. Yeah, I mean, you can check me out on there. I'm also on YouTube. You can check out on youtube.com slash Z-D-O-G-G-777. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) And uh, really quickly, because I did forget, um, you can find me on Instagram at Omega underscore Groove. That is O-M-E-G-A underscore G-R-U-V. On Instagram, you can find me on Twitter at Omega HD. That's O M E G A H D. And then if you find me on Facebook, it's just my name. I already told you what that is. And with that, thank you both so much for coming on and sharing so much of yourselves and your projects and your thoughts and your uh, your path, your creation. Every time, and then we've only talked really twice uh, on a podcast, but even just. I love following y'all on your, on your YouTube, on your Facebook posts. Um, so thank you so much, so much for coming. Yeah. Thank you so, so much. I, you two are great. Thank you. all. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And I love the two of you and I look forward when we can meet up in person again and have a drink face to face. That would be amazing. And not be socially distant. Most oh, yeah. definitely. And before we go, I would like to, I would like to say one more thing. Nothing in this world or in this life goes without hard work. And it's not always the stuff that you see on the outside, but it's the stuff that's happening behind the scenes. And the UPP is doing just that. They're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes that the world hasn't really seen yet. But when they do, they're going to be very thankful for all that hard work and dedication and tireless hours. And as a person that's on the outside, finally getting to see behind the veil and seeing who the real Oz is, I want to say thank you guys so much for all of your hard work to each and every one of you. You guys are truly, truly amazing. And we appreciate you. And I know a lot of times we're in a thankless uh, job, but I want to tell you right now, you are not going unnoticed. So thank you so much for everything that you have done to change the world one conversation at a time because you definitely have changed that on my end over here. So thank you so much for having myself and Z and the Have a Dream podcast onto your show. And hopefully we can become a little bit better with the helps of you. So thank you. A hundred percent. Y'all are amazing. Y'all are making me tear thank up Thank you so here. much. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Lynette is definitely crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm like, tearing up. I was getting here. a little teary myself. So yeah. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening. You can find more information and donate at unconsciousbiasproject.org. Dr. Lynette Mara, she, her, and Alexis Crone, she, her, are your host. Seth Beckman, he, they, is your editor. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and follow us. We can be found on Facebook at Unconscious Bias Project, Twitter at UBP underscore STEM, LinkedIn, Instagram, or join our mailing list. UBP is a fiscally sponsored project of the Social Good Fund, a tax-deductible 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you wish to sponsor us, please contact us in the Contact Us tab at unconsciousbiasproject.org.